You are Locked On Razorbacks, your daily podcast on the Arkansas Razorbacks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And welcome into the Locked On Razorbacks podcast. I am your host, John Neighbors. I am also the host of Out of Bounds. You can catch every weekday afternoon from 1 to 4 on 103.7 The Buzz and 1037thebuzz.com. Today's Locked On Razorbacks episode is brought to you by Built Bar. Go to builtbar.com and use promo code Locked On and you'll get $10 off your next order. Arkansas faces Mississippi State this weekend in what will be a big-time matchup, mainly to see if Arkansas can finally get in that win column, but it's not going to be an easy task whatsoever as they take on the Mississippi State Bulldogs. But I feel like there's nobody better to have on this podcast and to talk more about it, not only from the perspective of the reporter from the sidelines of the SEC Network, but also someone who covers the Razorbacks on the daily, and that is Tara Talmadge of the Pig Trail Nation. And as always, she's I think she's been on this podcast before, but we always appreciate her coming on and giving her thoughts and opinions. She did a great job as sideline reporter for the SEC Network on Saturday with Arkansas playing Georgia, and I probably will bet that she'll do a great job on this Saturday with Arkansas Mississippi State as well. So let's, without further ado, let's go ahead and go to the phone lines and welcome in Tara Talmadge of the Pig Trail Nation. Tara, appreciate you joining us. How you doing? Hey, what's up, guys? I'm doing good. It's been a busy day talking with all the coaches today, but you know, I'm excited about this matchup. It should be a fun one. Yeah, in fact, let's start right there because I know you just got off the phone, literally, uh, with yes. Coach Mike Leach. So uh, we all know he's a fun guy to talk to. So uh, tell us about that. What was that conversation like? It, you know what? He lived up to the hype. Did not disappoint at all. We were actually – he was in the middle of answering one of the questions, and you could hear that someone walked by. And he goes, oh, sorry, guys. I, I'm a man of the people around here, so let me just – I'll get right back to you. <laughs> Had a little quick conversation, got back to things. No, he's great. Um you know, I, I'm interested to see how Arkansas handles that offense and that style of play because I know that Kendall Bryles really wants to go fast, but if you go fast and three and out, it's really not going to work well against this team. What were some of the keys that Coach Leach talked about on that call as far as their offense matching up against the Razorback defense or even their defense? Are they Do, do they plan on putting a game plan together that's going to be a little bit better this week than – what happened last week where they won the game, but they gave up a ton of points? You know, he didn't really talk too much about his team and the changes that they plan on making. He did, however, talk a lot about Barry Odom and how much respect he has for him and what he's done. He mentioned that, you know, the defense at Arkansas is a technical defense. It's something that they haven't been in the past where, you know, Barry Odom knows that it all starts with technique and the skill that you have and just basic things like tackling. So he knows that that's what they saw from Arkansas in that first half against Georgia is probably what's going to be happening in their game against Mississippi State because he knows that Barry Odom is smart enough to realize that they're going to have to rotate some more guys through there to actually make sure that that defense doesn't wear down. Yeah, that's going to be the ultimate key in this game, Tara. And in fact, something that uh, we were discussing, and I believe, that for Arkansas in this case, the best defense for Arkansas is going to be their offense. Like, we didn't see Rakeem right. Boyd getting involved at all, but because I think it was more of a just a great job that the Georgia defense did against the Razorbacks. So looking at it from the Razorback perspective, uh, if Arkansas is going to get out of there with a victory, what are the things that they're going to have to make sure that they do that they didn't do against Georgia this past Saturday? Well, yeah, getting Rakeem Boyd in action is, is going to be huge for them. The fact that he didn't really have much of a big impact on that game against Georgia was really surprising. But at the same time, I guess the staff at Arkansas wasn't surprised by it. They said that they knew it was going to be an issue with Georgia and the front that they put out there. But 
something that they're really working on and emphasizing right now this week in practices at Arkansas is mental errors. They said that they had 21 missed assignments during that game against Georgia. And quite frankly, you know, Sam Pittman said, this is not an insult to our team, but we are not good enough to make mistakes. We're just not there yet. So little things like that, the penalties, that needs to be fixed in order for them to have a real chance against Mississippi State. We know that is key to get Raheem Boyd going, and we did see other running backs in this first game. How much do they plan on getting other running backs involved in this game as well? I'm not really sure how much they plan on getting them involved. They definitely want to get Raheem Boyd some possibilities, though, to actually have an impact. Because, like I said earlier, he just his whole thing, you know, when he tried to go to the NFL, they told him that he needed to work on his blocking, which is something that they have worked on him with, and he, he showed some of that in that game against Georgia. But obviously his big impact is, is running the ball, and they weren't able to do that at all. So I know that that's something they're emphasizing in practice. I'm not sure how much we're going to see any of the other guys like Traylon Smith uh, back there, but we'll wait and see. Yeah, the thing is, is in this game, too, especially with offense, uh, we know that there was some highlights from Arkansas with Traylon Burks and just how good he is, and we all know how good he is, but it, it, they, I feel like it wasn't a good sample size against Georgia to know what this offense is truly capable of, but the key is also yeah. going to be the offensive line, because that Georgia defense ate Arkansas's offensive line up. We knew it was going to be a struggle this year, but how can? what are some of the things that they can do to bounce back or to fix this week that they can be fixed in a week? to be able to shore up, especially the offensive line going against Mississippi State, because they had seven sacks against LSU, and that's no easy slouch. Yeah, something that was talked about was just actually effectively using their tempo like they want to do. Something like Ricky Stromberg at center, actually getting into position and doing it quickly instead of looking around to see, oh, what am I going up against? What's Felipe doing? Stuff that can allow Felipe Frank to just be focused on being a quarterback instead of getting guys into position, getting guys ready, and making sure everyone knows what's going on. Those are little things that they can quickly fix in order for them to be effective this weekend. Was there any talk about getting Felipe Moore involved in the running game? Uh, not really, but, but he kind of tiptoed around it a little bit and, and basically said, you know, Franks is – a running quarterback, he can definitely hurt you with his legs. And so starting to use that more often is something that they're going to try and do going forward. We'll continue our discussion with Tara Talmadge of the SEC Network here in just a second. But first, folks, telling you about Built Bar. I, I've been trying these these different bars, different flavors, and different things that they've been having, and it's just so easy. It's so great. In fact, uh, I've been using them now where I wake up in the morning, I get me a Built Bar before my workout, and then right before my show, I take one of the Built Goes, which you heard me talk about uh, earlier this week, which gives you a lot of energy and protein, and it's a healthy, quick, easy snack. And then at night... You know, if I'm feeling a little crazy, I'll do another Built Bar because I like to have a little snack before my dinner so that way I get something healthy when I'm about to indulge in something that's not healthy. But they're great for no matter what. They get different flavors. It's great for all you healthy, conscious people out there, which there are a few of you, not all of you, but a few of you. But then here's the thing. Even if you're not healthy, it tastes great, and it's so easy to use. And luckily for you, we're having a great deal 
here on the Locked On Razorbacks podcast. Or if you go to BillBar.com and use promo code Locked On, you'll get ten dollars off your next order. It's as simple as that. Again, go to promo, go to Locked On, or excse me, BillBar.com using promo code Locked On, you get ten dollars off your next order. I had to jumble a little bit there, but you just have to make sure it goes out the right way. So again, go to BillBar.com. Promo code locked on and you get $10 off your next order. Don't miss out, folks. Don't miss the opportunity. I promise you, you will not be disappointed. You are locked on Razorbacks, your daily Arkansas Razorbacks podcast. Speaking with Tara Talmadge of the SEC Network and Pig Trail Nation on the Sir Pro Painters Hotline on Out of Bounds 1037, the buzz. You know, Tara, this matchup for Arkansas, we know that they are, have lost 20 straight games. You know that, and I know that, and the American people know that. And it seems like it's been so long since they've been able to win an SEC game. But just kind of looking at their schedule, it's brutal. But do you think that this game against the Bulldogs is winnable? They looked really good against LSU. But do you feel like matchup-wise and talent-wise, this is game. this is a game that truly Arkansas can win if they put it together? Yeah, it's hard to judge, especially off of last weekend. I think that it's the first game, and you can say that for pretty much a lot of the teams in this league right now. But I don't, we don't know really how good LSU honestly is. They lost a lot of players. And I know that it's LSU, and that's a big name, so beating them is a really big deal. But we don't know particularly how good they're going to be this season. So I do think that when you look at Mississippi State on paper and you look at Arkansas on paper, there are some matchups there that, you know, I think Arkansas, if they come out and they stop making those mental errors and they stop turning the ball over with some penalties and stuff, this could actually be a very competitive game between the two of them. I just don't know how you how you slow down that air raid offense. And in saying that, Tara, um, there's been a lot of talk about how many points need to be scored to be able to come away with a win. What do you feel yeah. about that? How do, how do you think uh, Arkansas, what do you think they have to score to be able to come away with a win? Oh, man. I mean, oh, you'd have to get into the 30s at least, I think, to have a real shot. Uh, it, it's going to be a tough one, though, because I just don't know like that if, if that game against Georgia was a good example of what this offense is going to be because we know Arkansas has talent on that side of the ball. I'm just curious to see what it looks like in another game. Yeah, because also the thing about Arkansas that was impressive to everybody was the defense. And I felt like, at least in the first half, I know it got out of hand in the second half for Arkansas, but <laughs> in the first half at least, I saw more competent play just in, in 10 minutes than I saw from Arkansas at any point in time. And I think that that's where I really get hope for Arkansas that they'll be able to win a game or two this SEC season is because of the coaching difference. Like having Barry Odom as the D.C., you can tell has made tremendous strides. The offensive coordinator, Kendall Bryles, we know that he needs a little more sample size, but you can at least tell of what they're trying to do. They're not perfect, but they're trying to establish it. And it just seems to me that the coaching difference is is completely and totally night and day and just showcases that this team had talent over the past two seasons. It was just coaches didn't know what to do with it. Yeah, I, I'm completely right there with you. Uh, it always baffled me, honestly, the past couple of years that the Arkansas defense just constantly looked confused and, and in the wrong spots on the field. Like, they just didn't know what was going on because there was talent on that team. I mean, you had Kuda Harris last year on your team, and, and I just don't understand how they weren't more effective. So, yeah, Barry Odom has done – 
a, a, an incredible job so far. And you think about the fact that they didn't even have a full off season really to work with these guys. So I'm, I'm really impressed with what he's been able to do so far. If you look at positions or units on that defense, where do you think the most improvement has been? Ooh, uh, I like the way that this D-line looks right now. I was kind of, honestly, I was more concerned about the secondary going into that game against Georgia, being that they lost some guys. The bumper pool has stepped up. Grant Morgan stepped up as well. Really surprised me. We had Montero Brown with that pick. You know, I just think that the defense as a whole has looked good. I want to see more pressure, though, from that defensive line, and they'll definitely have to use guys like Julius Coates to get some sort of disruptive force against AJ Costello this weekend. We'll continue our discussion with Tara Talmadge of the SEC Network here in just a second. But first, this. You are locked on Razorbacks, your daily Arkansas Razorbacks podcast. Hey, do we have any update, by the way, on Dorian Gerald? I know that uh, Sam Pittman said that uh, he, he was a like, kind of wait-and-see type of situation with his ankle. Do we have any update on him or any other injuries with the Razorbacks at this point? Yeah, so I asked Barry Odom about him, and basically he, he practiced yesterday, did some things. They're going to try and do more with him today. Still just a wait-and-see type situation. I'm not sure. They might know a little bit more than they're leading on, but as of right now, it's still kind of a touch-and-go situation. They do get Devin Bush back this week, and they get Jarquez McClellan back as well for the defense. And Tara, uh, covering the game last week, you saw some differences because of COVID and uh, everything that's going on now, have you heard about any changes going into this game and what happens at the stadium in Starkville? In terms of the crew going in? Yes. In that type of situation? Yeah. Um, Honestly, we're still kind of trying to figure it out. We do know know, every week everyone is tested before they go to the stadium. That you have to get a clear test back in order to go to the game. And then I'm not really sure about once you get to the stadium. Some of these teams have different rules than others. Um, you know, not a big fan of anyone just hanging out behind the bench anymore, which mm-hmm. changes things for me a little bit. But I do usually try to slowly walk by and see if I can catch up on anything. But no, um, it, it'll be a different situation for sure, as I'm sure the rest of the games will be this year. Hopefully they'll limit some cowbells. Yes, yes. Uh, I don't know how many fans... They're letting into that stadium, honestly. But if you heard Mike Leach's comments on the uh, cardboard cutout fans, it's quite entertaining. <laughs> I'd take a couple of minutes to go listen to that. <laughs> yeah, that was, that was an awesome comment. I mean, he's just a soundbite <laughs> waiting to happen every single time. And, uh, you know, it, and yeah. it's funny because I actually we, – we had last week uh, DJ Shockley on the show who was in the booth for Arkansas and just asking mm-hmm. him about the differences. And I know that you've uh, covered some games for the Razorback football team as well and – and dealing with the yeah. SEC network, but you mentioned a few parts of it. What else has really been different during COVID? I mean, as far as you know, your your sideline reporting and everything has really, anything really been that drastically different, other than the fact that people are yelling at you, telling you to take off your mask during the broadcast. <laughs> yeah, that's always fun, um, <laughs> but it, it's odd not being able to really like interact with a lot of people on the sideline you know, trying to keep your distance from everyone, especially when coaches are coming on and off the field and you're trying to get some information during half or at the end of the game, everyone has to be six feet apart or more. Even at the end of the game, when I was talking with Kirby Smart last week, 
it's just I had to have my mask on because players were running past me, even though we were 10 feet apart. It's, it's definitely interesting. Uh, it's an adjustment for sure. All right, before we let you get out of here, Tara, real quick, I know that since you're working the game, you probably can't give a score prediction or anything like that. But as far as the yeah. game between Arkansas <laughs> and Mississippi State, well, what do you think goes down in this game? How do you think everything plays out? Oh, um, I think we would probably see another good performance from the Arkansas defense. Hopefully the Razorbacks can get that run game going a little bit. Let Felipe Frank show off his arm more. I just don't know if if they can slow down KJ Costello and and Mississippi State, it's going to be a difficult task for them. So, if I were giving a prediction, which I'm not, I'd probably go with Mississippi State on this one. Yeah, I mean, it's a fair assumption, especially after Week One. But that's what makes it great. Is yeah. who knows what's going to be what's going to be happening in the SEC in Week Two. Again, that's Tara Talmadge right. of the SEC Network as well as the Big Trail Nation. Really appreciate you joining us, Tara. Geez, have fun in Starkville. I heard it's great <laughs> this time of year, and I'm sure we'll I've be. Heard ca- great yeah, I think that they got a great Chili's down there. You can check out. So uh, yeah. have fun with that, and uh, we'll be making sure to catch up with you later down the road. Good luck this weekend. Uh, all right, thanks for having me. Well, appreciate everybody listening in to the Locked On Razorbacks podcast. Be sure to like and subscribe to the podcast on iTunes or on Google Play. You can also get after me on Twitter at BuzzJohnNeighbors for any questions, comments, concerns that you may have, and we will keep it going from there. Same podcast time, same podcast channel. Tomorrow afternoon, have a great day, everybody. We will see you then. You are Locked On Razorbacks, your daily Arkansas Razorbacks podcast. 